Welcome. This is so much more than gender. Hi, this is Erin Swenson for So Much More Than Gender. Welcome. Glad you're here. And here is the, uh, the month of October in the year 2021. This is where we are today. Actually, it's the 4th of October. And this is the month that I have a very special anniversary on the 22nd of October in 1996, I became the very first known Protestant minister to retain ordination after making a gender transition from male to female. It was 25 years ago, this coming October 22nd, that this happened. And it was very important for me. I had been ordained since 1973. And my ordination had become very important for me because as a transgender minister, my name had been passed around among the transgender community pretty much worldwide. And I had been contacted by many people who identified as Christian, faithful Christians who were also transgender and who didn't quite understand how that could possibly be. In my life, it made perfect sense. And, and so I approached the Presbytery of Greater Atlanta in order to continue my ordination following my gender transition. Actually, what I asked them for was simply to change my name on the roles of Presbytery. That was 18 months before the vote on the 22nd. It was back in 1995, and the Presbytery voted at that point to send the whole issue back to committee for study, which was kind of like the, Presby the Presbyterian version of the Deep Six. It was a way of killing any kind of an action. So they did send it back to the committee, and the committee considered it for another year and a half, and I contributed to that study by writing, uh, writing pages of responses to theological and psychological questions by meeting with each member of the committee that was voting on me. I did lots of work in that 18 months. And at the end, the committee recommended me and the presbytery sustained my ordination and made it the first time that that happened. Today, in 2021, that doesn't seem like such a big thing. I mean, we're accustomed to hearing about transgender folks all over the place. Most middle schools have at least one transgender kid, and many have more. Colleges and universities have gatherings for gender non-binary people to include all those folks who don't live in the gender that they were born with. Back then, in 1996, there were really only two options. One could either be a cross-dresser or one could be a transsexual, which meant that one was wanting to endeavor to cross that great divide between male and female. Actually put a quotation mark around great divide because, as we've discovered, there really isn't a great divide between male and female. And we've discovered that gender expression can be so much more diverse than we ever thought. 25 years ago, 
there were few choices. Today, there are many choices, and we have ministers who are gender non-binary, who use pronouns they, them, and their instead of he or she. We're finding that gender is a much more malleable and, trans and, and, and transient part of our expression that can be changed from one year to next, and that we can be we can enjoy who we are authentically in a world that has become much more friendly to gender expression that doesn't fit the norm. Hopefully in time, the rigid ways that we have come to treat gender, especially for our middle school kids, where they are taught on the pain of, of failure uh, to have to conform to gender expressions that are unreasonable and really unnecessary. And so today, we're experiencing a great, a great renaissance of gender expression that I can trace all the way back for me to the 22nd of October, 1996. I hope you can enjoy that with me I'm going to be posting on Facebook some uh, websites that, uh, that will help you uh, explore a little bit more about my history and what that history was about. Um, especially right now, I'm going to post one from the LGBTQ Religious Archives Network. Uh, LGBTQ-TRAN is um, what we often call it. And it's my, uh, the, the, the Archives Network posts the stories of LGBTQ people of faith from around the world. And I am honored to have a profile in the LGBTQ TRAN website. And LGBTQ TRAN is itself celebrating its 20th anniversary this month in October. So I would encourage you to go to their website and enjoy with them what, what they're celebrating and then go to my page in the LGBTQ TRAN uh, website and learn a little bit more about my story. Hopefully it will inspire you or your children or your children's children to become activists in the effort to make the world a friendlier place for those of us who happen to be human. So much more than gender is about the actual lives of people who are transgender and gender non-conforming. The point is to present the real lives of the TGNC community. Some of us are exceptional in one way or another. Most of us are ordinary in most ways. All of us are human in every way. So the series presents both my story and the stories of many others in the TGNC community. Thanks for listening. If you would like to communicate with us, our email address is so much more at erinswenson.com. That is so much more, no spaces, no periods, at e r i n s w e n s o n.com. Thank you for now.